The following program on WCBS is sponsored by Pair Core Solutions. Welcome to Gut Wisdom, a show about work, life, and how to succeed in both. It's radio that resonates. Gut Wisdom is sponsored by the Gelb Center. Don't lose another night's sleep. Visit the sleep and wellness experts at gelbcenter.com. Now, here are your hosts, Deirdre Koppelman and J.G. John Gassman. Welcome to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. I'm Deirdre Koppelman. It's Saturday night here with your unbelievable co host, John Gassman. <laughs> JG, what's up? You good? Life is good. How you be? I'm good. You know who's with us tonight? Brian Moran. Brian Moran, founder. Of yep, founder and CEO. Uh, of his own company now, helping entrepreneurs start, manage, and grow their businesses. But did you know that Brian also held associate publisher titles, he's looking at me, wondering what I will say, with Entrepreneur Media, Inc. Magazine, and he was also an executive director at the Wall Street Journal before he launched his own company. So we'll have to have an interesting conversation with Brian tonight on, I know you want to know, JJ. I am. Our listeners want to know. I'm dying to know. And I wonder if Brian is even wondering, but he can't say anything now. His mic isn't on. <laughs> um, Brian's got this really cool philosophy about having a house, and not the house you live in, but the house that you are, and what your foundation is about, and how to reach goals that seem unachievable. Mm. And I thought that would be great for our listeners, whether you're in business, you're an employee, you're a kid. I think achieving goals that seem hard to reach applies to everybody and there are some great wisdoms in that and since it's got wisdom that's what we're doing tonight so let's call the show building your house building your house love it how's your house jg how's your foundation it's rocky <laughs> it's rock oh i thought you were gonna say it's rocking it's rocky it's rocky okay well i know when brian comes back he's got uh, some cornerstones to talk about it's about getting out of the weeds something that you always talk about. Get out of the weeds and focus on the big picture so you can achieve the big picture. Achieve success. Yeah, coming back with Brian right after this. WCBS. Delays of two hours plus. With drive time traffic every five minutes, live from Chopper 880. We're just getting the first look here. Plus all the latest news. Several buildings have been evacuated. WCBS News Radio 880. This is Gut Wisdom. I'm Deirdre Koppelman here with your co-host, Jonathan Gassman, a.k.a. JG. We are here every Saturday night, and tonight we're talking about something I think we could all use some wisdoms on. How do we achieve the things that we dream about and just simply can't get to? And it actually has something to do with a house, which our guest tonight, Brian Moran, who I'm staring at, is probably saying, yes, you can reach your goals, but it has to do with a house. So we don't know what he's talking about, but he will educate all of us tonight. So share. So let's start. Let's share with us and our listeners your concept of achieving, you know, your life goals by knowing how to build your house. Well, we all. Hi, Brian. Hello, Deirdre. Hello, JJ. Hey, hey. <laughs> Thank you, know, you so it's, much. You know, it's so me. strange because we know him so well. I know. And all this time, we skip like all the formalities of hey, yes. you know. <laughs> well, it's it's a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me and uh, and talking about this topic, which is something that I've been working on myself for many many years. Your house, my house, my okay. House. And everybody has a house, and each house has five floors on it, mm. and. Um, and, and that, that house is built on a foundation and has four cornerstones. 
So if you think in terms of that, you picture that in your head. What's I it? got it. Okay, I'm picturing. I'm Five picturing. stories, four cornerstones. And a foundation. And a foundation. Yep. Okay. And a partridge in a pear tree. Got it. That's on the side. Got it. <laughs> is the sun shining? It, the sun is sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. Go ahead. Um, but those five floors are you, maybe you and, and your partner, your spouse, or your significant other. Mm-hmm. The second floor is your family and friends. Yes. The third floor is your career. The fourth floor is your community. And the fifth floor is your religion or your spirituality. So everybody has those five floors. And I've given this talk and spoken with people hundreds, if not thousands of times, and I've yet to find a sixth floor. So if anyone uh, can come up with that sixth floor, I I promise I will add it and give them credit. (laughs) I have a question. Yes. So I'm thinking about this house. I'm thinking about this house that has four cornerstones. Right. Five floors. Right. And a foundation. And a foundation and a partridge and a pear tree on the side. Right. So the five floors, is this sort of, you live... Well, you live on all of those floors. You live on all of them. Right. But for some people, they spend an inordinate amount of time on one floor and ignore the others. Mm. And that might be your career. Yeah. And that might... So, but, but let's start with this. Let's, let's start with the four cornerstones. Okay. Because that's where everything is built. We're game. And I love this. So, uh, Deirdre and JJ, if I asked you to describe yourself at your very core of who you are and who you aspire to be, what four words would you use? Are we describing, am I describing JG? No, you're describing yourselves. Oh, okay. Because it's my house. Yes, it's your house. house. And this is, you know, every day when you wake up and you look in the mirror, some people use passionate, some people say loyal, uh, adventurous, whatever the terms are that you use. It's when you get up in the morning and you look at yourself in the mirror you say, am I living the life that I intended for myself? And, and every day, you say, am I being adventurous? Am I, am I going to be passionate today? Well, wait, wait, wait. So go back. Do you want us, so just to be clear, you want us to choose four words mm-hmm. that describe us, mm-hmm. and those are the cornerstones. Those are your cornerstones. Now, here's the thing. Once you establish those words, you can swap them out for other words. But these are the four words at your very core that describe who you are. And now here's a test. Once you determine those words, you ask... Wait, wait, All right. wait with All right. that test, All right. Mr. All right. Moran. <laughs> JG. It's easy for me to think about words that describe you than it is <sighs> words that are foundational, my values for me. You know what I'm saying? Well, what's interesting is Brian didn't say values. Right. Number one. Core. But that's okay. To, well, and, I, and because it's difficult for you... We're going to start with you. What are, and listeners, think about what the four words are uh, that you would, how you would describe yourself while JG is uh, thinking about it. Noodling. What, you're noodling. What yeah, it, fun it, would definitely be okay, I'm at the top of the list, right? Okay. What word? Fun. Okay. Perfect. I wake up and I'm like, I'm going to have fun today. Yeah. Okay. So. What's another word? Deliberate. and intent, Deliberate slash intentional. Can I use two words? You can use one, and I'll tell you why in, in when we get to the foundation Okay, okay, words. okay. Uh, so, so which would, one are you choosing, deliberate or intentional? Deliberate. Okay. I'm deliberately going to be a good boy or I'm going to be a bad boy today. Yeah. One or the other. Yeah. You know, create drama or not, no drama. Okay. Uh, third word. Ooh, this is a great game. 
Uh, oh, please don't sing. I don't know. What would be my third word? I want you to think. I'm, I'm being asked to think. Yeah. Listeners, mm. tell me what your four words are. How do you describe yourself? Email me while JG is noodling, not while you're driving. DK at gutwisdom.com. This way, when Brian gets to the part B of what we do with these four words, um, you'll be able to play along. So, JG, you are you believe you are, you I was describe say, yourself as fun and deliberate. Yes, I was going to say helpful, but I'm definitely not helpful. So, uh, let's not use that word. Uh, what would be another word that would you describe don't think me? you're helpful? No. How about loudmouth? <laughs> I, I would say that's probably that's a actually, core being yeah. uh, independent and independent. But is that thinker, is that but, what you aspire to be? Uh, no, no. What do I aspire to be? Yeah. Oh, I aspire to be helpful to others. Yes. Then there you go. To serve. Yes. There you and go. One more. Service. One more. One more. One more. A lover. A great lover. I'm sorry. A great lover of life and people. Let me not crack. Get your head out of the gutter, please. <laughs> Brian, have you ever heard? Well, in, in literally in almost the two decades I've been doing this, <laughs> that is the first. And I've heard almost every word. Okay, so we have these four. Yes. Right? So, so now... You have your four cornerstone words. And okay. JGs are fun, deliberate, helpful, and lover. Right. Now you think about where those words are placed in, in, in the ground. And then you fill in the foundation, which solidifies those four words and your house, with 10 to 15 other words. And we don't have to go through this exercise. Which we will not. No. But think, you know, it could be loyal. It could be adventurous. It could be other things that describe yourself. More importantly... You want to think about what you don't aspire to be. So in, in, in the, on the side, you're going to say, I don't want to be known as a cheater, a liar, conceited, uh, dishonest, or n you know, not a good friend. And that's just as important as those foundation words because, again, as you start to live your life, there will come times where you come to a fork in the road and you're going to have to make a gut decision mm -hmm. and, and apply your gut wisdom to whatever the situation is that you're in. And somebody who has a solid foundation, who has lived a purposeful, principled life, is going to be able to make that decision without hesitation, hesitation or reservation. Interesting. So when somebody says, hey, let's do this, we won't get caught. Or hey, mm. let's, you know... What happens is whatever floor you, you, that you're living JG's on. JG's eyebrows are going up saying, I would do that. I would do that. Right. But but whatever whatever floor, you know, maybe that's something at work. Hey, let's get let's do this. We won't get caught. Right. Your your work floor sends a message to your foundation and says, I've been asked to do something unethical or illegal See, at work. It, it, I have to interject a point here because when you talk about doing something unethical, illegal, immoral, something that's wrong, I would be the first one to say, sounds like fun. <laughs> right. And and I'll give you right. a great example. For, right. This I can't I was, wait to hear. When I was in high school. It was alleged, alleged, I want to make that point clear, alleged, that I was involved in stealing the New York State Regents exam. No way. And it was never proven, even though I got out of the Purple Vega in front of that high school where it was stolen from. But anyways, back to the point, you know, people, I knew what these guys were doing. Right. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a lot of fun. And but it was illegal. Yeah. 
So you didn't do it. I did not hold, take, possess the exam. <laughs> okay. I did right. not. Good. Well, right. I'm, but that's I'm, part of my foundation. I, I'm glad we know that. So, Brian. Yes. If I have four words, and I'm bringing this back to our listeners, we'll we'll throw this up on the Gut Wisdom site as well. How to build the house mm-hmm. and make sure you're, I guess, in, aligned with this foundation. Right. Right. How many right. people actually think about this in the visual context of? How would I describe myself in four words and then adding it up? You know, who's... So, so no, th- th- you do this exercise. And the thing is, you, you want to stress test it. Am, sure. am, am I... So I look at myself and I look in the mirror and I say, oh, you're living the life you intended. The, those words match up perfectly with the actions that you do every single day. Mm-hmm. Here's the key. Get 15 to 20 people friends, family, coworkers, people that you know who know you in different aspects of your life and ask them under the umbrella of anonymity to describe you in four words. So, J.G., you described Deirdre in four words. You don't have to do it now, but the idea being when you get these 80 words back, how many of them match up perfectly with your four words? And then how many are synonyms? So, J.G. said deliberate, but four or five people wrote intentional. Right. And so you say, okay, I'm, I'm, if, if you get enough words back that are either exact or synonyms, then you say, you know what? I'm living in alignment with the life that I think of for myself. Mm-hmm. And that you think you're living. Right. But if you get 20, 30, 40 of those words, which weren't even on your, in your foundation, then you got to ask yourself, all right, what's wrong with this picture? Now, people are saying that I'm, you know, that I'm fun. I don't think of myself as fun. It's not even part of my foundation. Or people say that I'm dishonest. Maybe people use a, a, a negative term mm. to describe you. You, you have to. You're at a crossroad. You have to say to yourself, um, either I need to change the way that I live my life and start living an honest life, or I have to accept the fact that yes, I'm dishonest and I'm comfortable with it. And if people see me as that way, uh, but I'm I'm perfectly happy with my life, then you accept that word, and and you move on. Yeah. But to me, that that is is where the, your foundation starts to crack, hmm. because this is all about principles, right. right? And 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 ethics and morals, and and the you come out of this a much stronger person. And believe it or not, once you start living and recognizing the goals on your five floors you lead a proactive life rather than reactive. So Makes you don't sense. wake up one day when you're 40 years old and say, how the hell did I get here? And do your four cornerstones change? Absolutely. Mine okay. have changed. Okay, well, hold, hold that thought because I'm sitting here thinking, hmm, I don't know if words that I would have described myself 20 years ago, 10 years ago would be the same today. They're Definitely not. not. Okay, so, so hold that thought. We have a special Summer Gut Wisdom giveaway. I don't know if anybody has heard this, listeners, those that hear us on a regular basis, you may or may not know that you can email me, dk at gutwisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M.com. We have gifts, and the summer is boohoo, almost over. Here's what we have. Mastering Leadership for Life, that's a Gut Wisdom book. Email me for a reserved sign copy or and join us next live event of gut wisdom is here at wcbs at the adorama theater tuesday night september 19th we have vip tickets for you and a guest first five to email win stay tuned
More drive time traffic. A collision approaching the Tappan Zee Bridge. More often. Triborough Bridge is the problem. Weekday mornings and afternoons on WCBS 880. You're never more than five minutes away from the latest traffic news. A lot of volume across the upper level now at the uh, GWB. When you need to know, we've got you covered. Inbound Midtown Tunnel, there's a stall past the toll. Traffic and weather together, plus the new bridge and tunnel update. Only on New York's traffic station. WCBS News Radio 880. You're listening to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. I'm John Gassman, a.k.a. JG. We are here with our host for the most is Deirdre Koppelman. She's waving in the studio. Hey, everybody. Hi, JG. Hi. Oh, my gosh. She took happy pills. It's tonight. Saturday night. No, I had uh, a few shots of espresso. I thought it was tequila. <laughs> No, uh, yeah, yeah. not yet. So anyways, we are here live in studio with Brian Moran. Do you know who Brian is? He's a friend. Of course. He's a colleague. Tell our listeners who Brian is. Brian Moran, amazing fellow that we met some time ago. He was on our live show even. Yes. Uh, on Second quarter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And he is the founder and CEO of Brian Moran Associates, an organization helping entrepreneurs, startups, manage and grow their businesses. So we know he's smart. What, what, what are you talking about? We're talking about five floors in his home on how to help entrepreneurs succeed. Did you know there are five floors in a house? I don't know that it's just for entrepreneurs, though. I think it's no, five for everybody? floors. everybody? Brian, the house that we're talking about building, the foundation, that's, that's for everybody. can be for everybody. can what? be for somebody wow. who's 15, somebody who's 65, man, woman. And you were just sharing during the break that you met with somebody for lunch today, and you were they a millennial, a Gen Zer, and you were yeah. sharing about the... Five stories of the house. Yeah, uh, she's you know, in her twenties mm-hmm. and moved here from California. Went to school in the Midwest and uh, uh, went over what what it meant to live this kind of life, where you uh, lead it proactively. And uh, sure. I said, okay, if you're 29 years old right now, what are the what does the next year look like for you? So right. 30, it being a uh, a milestone age, but then what does thirty five look like? Is there is it marriage? Is it kids? Is it a house? Is it a change of career? Um, where do you want to be at thirty five, and then how do you get there? And these are all the right questions to ask because most of the young adults that graduate today they really don't have plans, and a lot of a lot of people our age don't even have a plan. Well, that's a very of good how point. To, of how they want to live their lives and they're living just by rote by by the circumstance that they've been thrown into i and think yeah i would go ahead i'm sorry to interrupt i Again. i would agree and i would also say i'm not sure how many people our age you know 50s you know what are what are the big plans do we allow ourselves to have these big plans or or is the big plan you know one day i'll retire is the plan you know next year we'll take a family vacation what are the aspirations right for i mean for the younger kids sure i look at my two daughters they have massive aspirations they're 23 and 26 years old That's great i think as we get older i don't i'm not necessarily speaking for myself i'm very driven and i don't know that i'll be retiring ever but, <laughs> until but somebody you thought, forces me but if you thought about where you want to be in 5 years you know now, and you look at each floor. You, you know, you and and wait, a wait. What were the floors again? The floors are you and a significant other, so a spouse, That's boyfriend, one. girlfriend. The next one is friends and family. Mm-hmm. The third one is career. Yes. The fourth one is community, and the fifth one is religion or spirituality. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, got it. And so, you know, people our age, what they're looking for is, 
what's the meaning of life for me? If I'm on the back nine of life right now, wow. what is what, – and I, and I know it, Bill Clinton once used this. I have more days behind me than I do in front of me. Mm. And so what you're, what you're trying to do is you're trying to make sense of all of this. And if you don't – if you're not able to make sense of it, fear and uncertainty creep in to all of the floors. They're like um, – you know what is it? The um, – Termites. Mm-hmm. They're like the termites in your house. All of those negative feelings and negative emotions that surround the, the floors that you live on, it's, they start to get infected. And, you know, for people that are, I don't want to say the, the, the back nine, it has such a negative connotation <laughs> in my head as I've turned 50 and I'm thinking like, wow, I, I, what do I got left in my gas tank? But I think I got a lot left. And, okay. You know, we were talking earlier about uh, Victor Frankl's book, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man's Search for Meaning, how this man, uh, how this, he's a psychologist or a psychiatrist, went yep. through the Holocaust and uh, he found the good in things and he yeah. found man's meaning. and life's meaning and here we are we're trying to within ourselves figure out what do we want to be still when we grow up what's the plan so how do people create a plan and and i'm a meaningful plan well you look sort of what i was talking about before so you look at the floors and you say where am i right now in my life okay Mm -hmm. And what you say is, where do I want to be a year from now? And then, you know, pick a milestone age, one year, three years, eight years from now. If Got that, it. If that, if that works out the, as way. And you say, where do I want to be with me and my spouse? You know, my spouse or, you know, yeah, for that, for the, you know, is it, is it trips? And you start to put specific, measurable, and hopefully attainable goals there. And you know it's like for each floor. Yes, and think of it as a bucket list. So for you know maybe it's a trip that you want to take, or maybe it's you know you want to get a house, uh, uh, whatever. And then the same thing with friends and family. As as we get older, it's a lot harder to keep in touch with friends, good friends. You say you know so true, and you see them, and you say why did we wait so long? You know, true. Case in point, I know your hand. I just had my friend Ellen Ellenworth, who actually listens to every show. Hi, Ellen. Uh, we've known each other for 32 years since college. She came over last weekend. I haven't seen Ellen. Long time. Too long. And and so so if you proactively look at that floor and you think about all of the special people in your life and how you're going to make sure you stay in touch with them, because it gets harder because it you does. get you, because your schedule fills up and and there's just not enough time in the day mm-hmm. and and time is really what this is all about. It's a it's about time managing management. your time so that you get the most out of life and that you if you miss your goals. You miss them by an inch. You don't miss them by 20 miles. Mm. You don't say, I want. I live in New York and I want to go to Texas, so how the heck did I wind up in South Dakota? Mm-hmm. Because that was not even on my radar screen. But you allowed life to lead you in directions, and life said, go this way, and you didn't really give any time to think about what you really wanted on your floors. I think that's very profound and true. How many of us, and I see this all the time with the executives and the companies we work in, where people are challenged by their situation that they're in? Sure, that they're in because maybe it's a family business and they hadn't, you know, that was, there was no thought about doing anything else. Mm -hmm. Or Or they're working for a boss that they don't like, or there's a team of people that, you know, it just doesn't fit for them anymore. And 
back to the point of Viktor Frankl, there's a great quote. You know, when we are no longer able to change a situation, we're challenged to change ourselves. Yes, yes. And that's what this is about. Managing goal achievement isn't so much whether the goal is achievable. Uh, the goal is always achievable. It's a question of whether or not we're willing to do what the goal is asking us to do. It's like I'm trying to lose 30 pounds, right. you know, and I know that I have to diet. I don't want to say diet. I have to eat healthier, and I have to do certain exercises, right? That's what the goal is asking me to do. And I course correct, you know, each week as I see my weight, as I see what I've eaten or what I haven't eaten or how much I drank. And I think the same thing as you talk about the five floors. If we're talking about, let's say, career, Mm -hmm. you know, people are not on their career track. And you said it, you know, stop where you are, look at where you are, figure out where you want to go, and then what's the course correction you need to take? Right. It, it needs to be, if you're living a purposeful life, yes. it needs to be part of the everyday conversation. Yeah. You can't have a conversation about 20, 30, 40 things. You need to focus. And that's where this house kind of a, a example um, you, you know, you sit down. We, we, do we want to talk about the weeds and the clouds? I'm sort of thinking about the house still. Okay. And, and I, like, I like the idea of a house. I remember when I started uh, Pear in 03, I had a vision, so I created this house. I think I shared it with you on yes. a napkin, Brian. So yep. listeners, here's another house. And I had all these rooms in the house. So you have floors. Mm-hmm. I had windows. Mm. She only had one story, so there were a lot <laughs> was of rooms. No, it was there, more. There was a family it was more room, than one story. A career room, a religion room, a spirituality room. No, 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 no JJ. It was a house that had different. This was for the business. I, never I had get a it vision right. for the business, and I used a house, and right. I used different rooms. Different rooms were for different services, and each room was not fully, you know, painted and furnished for a guest or obviously a client. Mm-hmm. But that was sort of me setting a business goal. Right. I didn't put a time frame, like in 10 years, I want this house to be fully furnished and um, you know, having customers in every room, et cetera, et cetera. But the idea of using the house mm-hmm. was very helpful. Right. Now, the house that you have, there's a hierarchy to it. You can, you can yes and no. I mean, you can put, you mean in terms of the way the floors are structured? Exactly. It, it it, in my opinion, yes, it starts with you and family next, yeah. right? But you can you can list the floors any way you want. The key is to take the time that is necessary to examine each floor and say, what does religion really mean to me today, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or spirituality? What does my career mean? What does my community mean? I notice that in any given week, I spend such little time in my community, mm-hmm. and I'm being hypothetical, but, and I don't spend enough time with friends and family, and I spend yeah. too much time in my career. And that's going to be the case for a lot of people. Sure. It's, a, it's too much time in your career, and the career, you realize, is only one element of who you are. And, and quite honestly, you know, they're, they're, if you go back in time and you look at all the great quotes you hear, one of them is, nobody ever died saying, I wish I spent more time at the office. Right. Good and, quote. and that was a guy who, who understood too late, or a woman, who understood too late in life that they should have addressed the floors that they never opened, mm. that they never visited. So that's why it's important to have goals. Mm-hmm. And so you have specific, measurable goals on each floor that say, 
you know, friends and family. I want to make sure I, I reach out to Ellen at least once a year or twice a year, or I keep in touch with these friends who I haven't seen in a while. And it's the same thing with community. I want to donate one hour a week to my community, and, and, and here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do, you know, a soup kitchen. So I this have is some a great ideas, this is a great yeah. time of the year then. Here we are we're mid year, just crossed over. It's probably a good time to do a formal accounting, for lack of a better word, of where do I stand in terms of my life goals and what do I need to do before the end of the year? Yeah, I mean I'm thinking I was just in Car- uh North Carolina last week and something that I've always led your back safely. Thank you. Something that I've always wanted to do and I try to do it through the radio show is Bring a greater awareness of tolerance. Mm-hmm. I don't know what cornerstone you would put that in. Uh, you know, an altruist probably. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I met this wonderful woman, Penny, African-American in North Carolina, two strangers at a Marriott, and we were chatting about, you know, how do we individually all help uh, each other and the world, especially all the things that are going on? And I, I, that crosses many floors, right? Yeah, in, oh, in this house. So... I I want to reevaluate uh, where I'm spending my time, uh, to your point, Brian, because yeah. this is actually, it's making me think a little differently. It's all, it, it, sorry to interrupt, but think of, I think of this as like a tire, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And in the tire, you have all these pieces of work, life, balance, spirituality, friends, family, religion, whatever you want to put in that tire. Mm-hmm. And if there's one area, like you said, spending too much at time at work, if there's one area where it's heavy or where it's flat, you're going to feel it probably. Yeah. Could you imagine that? Do you feel that in other areas? Yes. I, it's actually a good point. Yes. Flat. Flat tires. And and But you can't put, you know, you can't specify what it is. You just know that it's like a malaise that you feel like it's, you, you, you're kind of in a funk. Well, for me, I always say the you know, all the planets are aligned or not all of the planets are aligned. I think that's saying the same thing. Right. You just, but you don't know what to attribute it to. Right. And, and in many cases, you attribute it to something that it's not accurate. It's kind of like a false wall. I think JG attributes it to lack of sleep. Well, I'm so tired all the time that it's a problem. And I wake up probably, I probably don't get enough sleep. And that's happened over the years that everybody says, says to me, you look tired, you don't look refreshed, you're not on your game. And uh, Mm -hmm. I started snoring and it was terrible. My wife couldn't stand it and couldn't sleep in the same bed as me. And uh, what I realized was I have a sleeping problem and I I realized that I needed help. Dr. Michael Gelb and his team at the Gelb Center are dedicated to evaluating your breathing, your airway, and um, your sleep quality. And again, I've been through this for myself and I realized that, you know, I had sleep apnea, which was Oh, my God. Uh, You know, people die from sleep apnea, and it's a very serious problem Mm. that if you don't take care of your health, you got a challenge. So let the Gelb Center help you sleep better. Email Deirdre at dkatgutwisdom.com. She'll send you a free copy of Dr. Gelb's book, GASP, G-A-S-P, Airway Health, The Hidden Path to Wellness. If you're one of the first to email Deirdre, you'll get the Gut Wisdom discount for a consult with Dr. Gelb himself. Email Deirdre now at dkgutwisdom.com. 
We'll be right back. When you're on the train, it doesn't mean you're out of touch. Listen to WCBS on your phone or tablet. We're streaming live 24-7 with the news you need to know. Go to radio.com or cbsnewyork.com, and you'll stay informed on your way to and from the office with WCBS News Radio 880. Hey, it's Gut Wisdom. I'm Deirdre Koppelman here with JG and Brian Moran. Brian Moran, we are building houses. We are looking at our foundations, and at the end of the day, what we're trying to do is achieve goals and make sure that those goals are aligned with or that we're living the life that we aspire to live. Exactly. Pretty easy, right? I don't know <laughs> well, about that. Well, easier said than done. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I well, don't, go ahead. Once you get off that, that high road and you start to fall down that slippery slope in whatever floor first brings you, you know, in, in that direction... What happens is that people start to then reevaluate their lives and reassess it and say, okay, well, I thought I wanted to be up here, but I guess I can live down here. And they start to compromise on their goals and their standards because it's easier to do that and live where you are rather than get back to where you should be. Well, sometimes you have to look at, I mean, I've been in situations where I'll sit there and say, I don't know, the planets are not aligned. Mm -hmm. I'm not achieving nearly where, you know, the goals that I've set out to achieve, I'm working really hard. And maybe, you know, maybe I just can't reach those goals. There are times that that has happened to me. And then I think I get into a uh, competitive situation with myself. And I'm just so determined uh, that I don't give up. So here's, that's a great segue into what everybody should do. They should have a, Uh, a buddy. A wisdom. Or a pal or somebody who can see what they don't see. So that when you, so we all operate in the weeds of life and the weeds of business. And you see three feet in front of you. And you, you're like, I keep putting out the same fire every single day, but I don't know the root cause of that fire. Um, and you're never gonna find it in the weeds. What you have to do is you have to go up to the clouds which is that 20,000 foot view. Mm -hmm. And then you look at it and say, this is where I've been, this is where I am now, and this is where I wanna go. And it shows you the map. But if you do it by yourself, you will miss things. And you you won't see opportunities or obstacles. So find somebody or a couple of people whom you trust and say, I'm gonna share my, my, my goals with you. And mm-hmm. I'm going to share you some, share some of my obstacles and frustrations with you, and I want you to see what I'm missing. Mm-hmm. And and that way, when you come down from the clouds and you get back into the weeds of business and in life, then it's all about execution. Yeah, JG, you do that for me. <clears throat> it's almost like the R factor question. If we're How sitting here, do I he- do that for you? Well, if we're sitting here 12 months from today, looking back, you know what has to have happened for you to feel good like you've accomplished something like you've 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 mastered whatever it is that you want to you've asked me that question before and it gives me the opportunity and and Brian and listeners if you think about how sometimes it's hard to say okay with everything that goes on all the jack in the boxes that come up on a mm-hmm. daily basis right. how am i ever getting really this big bodacious goal done however this is what JG does with me, and it works. Mm-hmm. Try it at home. Try it with a friend, as you're suggesting. Thinking about sitting here a year from today and looking back and what I wanted to accomplish, and then every week 
while all the jack in the boxes are coming up and all the crucial things that you have to get done, you get done, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because that's what you have to do. You take one action towards that larger, bigger, bodacious goal. And by the time you turn around, if you're taking one action towards it every week, right? Most of it gets done right? by the end of a 12-month period or whatever that period of time is. Absolutely. So, JG, that is how you help me. You look shocked. Thank you. <laughs> but you, you take those jack-in-the-boxes, and what you do is you create four folders every day. Four folders. Oh, go ahead. Urgent. Uh, no, it, it's, yeah, urgent, important, everyday, non-essential. Urgent, important, everyday, non-essential. And emails that come in, phone calls, and, and, and meetings that you have. Mm-hmm. Everything gets put in one of four folders. Is it urgent? Is it important? Is it everyday? Is it non-essential? Because here's what most people do. When you're frustrated, when you're stressed, when you're anxious, they focus on the everyday and non-essential items because they're easy. And it feels like you're getting something done when you're actually not. You take the everyday and non-essential and you outsource it. Mm-hmm. You say, you know what? I'm not even going to look at that. Well, JG I'm, outsources almost everything. That's brilliant. It, it really is. outsourced. <laughs> but, but then you go back to the urgent and the important and you say, I'm going to focus on this and I'm going to tackle the biggest obstacles first in the morning. Why? Because that's when I have the most energy. That's when my battery is 100%. So if you're getting the sleep that you need, you wake up, your battery is charged. That's the best time to focus on the biggest obstacles or biggest opportunities that you'll be facing the day. That way, in the afternoon, as your battery starts to go down a little bit, you focus on the easier stuff because you don't need as much energy to do it. What do you think about that, JJ? It goes back to Stephen Covey. You yeah, know, yeah. Time management, the four quadrants, the important, the urgent, you know, and you're breaking it up True. into what, what's critical for yeah. success. And and, and that's actually, you know, 99% of the stuff that I'm saying here today is not original. What? <laughs> this is stuff that I have learned and read over, over the, the years. years, and I've compiled it to say that yeah. this stuff works for me, and it might work for your listeners. Right. And, you know, for me, I'm not a morning guy. Mm-hmm. You know, some people say, oh, the early bird catches the worm. <laughs> you know, you got to get up early. And You don't want to see JG early, no, man. I, I struggle. I'm a 10 o'clock a.m. Yeah. guy. Start but, my day, get moving. And I have energy. 7 o'clock, you don't want to talk to me. I am ugly. <laughs> I am wicked, fierce. I just send that out of the, the way. Er, the early bird gets the worm, but the second mouse gets the cheese. There you go. It Boom. pays to be. It pays Boom. to be second. <laughs> I'm the mouse. I'm the mouse. And you know what? You're 100 percent correct. And I think Dan Sullivan was the one who said it a couple of times. You know, focused on the top three things you have to get done for the day. Right. You know, what's going to move it forward? What's the next best step to helping you get your your goals? And that's so. I don't look at time management as oh, I need an hour for this. I look at it as more like event management for that's, me. And that that's great. You know, what are the also, things I need to do? Go ahead, sorry. as I'm being interrupted. I'm sorry again. I'm sorry. I'm just listening to the two of you, and you know I can't help it when I have something I need to share. One of your four core foundations. Interrupter. Right? Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, maybe that would be one of the wor- how you would describe me. After I would. We're going to do this exercise uh, during the week. I think it's important that you stay. You know, sometimes you get in the gap. You know, we're constantly we have goals, but you measure yourself where you are today towards where you think you should be. What do you mean by that? Give me an example of something 
where you're in the gap? Oh, there is some, well, sometimes I create too many goals for myself. Right. So I create too many goals and then I'm really hard on myself when I'm not close enough to completing it or I'm nowhere near completing it. It, it, I sit there and I'm, and so I'm measuring, right? I'm feel, I'm not feeling good. I'm feeling like I have not succeeded, which is never a good feeling. I'm questioning the goal. I'm questioning how well I prioritize my time, all of these things. But what I'm not, so what that's called is, JG asked, that's putting yourself in the gap. That's measuring your progress from where you are today to what you think this ideal is or where it is that you're going. Mm-hmm. However, what you need to do, and this is what I learned from uh, our friend Dan Sullivan, uh, you need to look where you are to where you were. Right. Okay? Brilliant. Because it's progress and not perfection. And Brilliant. I think a lot of us give up on goals. It's easy to give up on a goal if you're measuring from where you are to what the ideal is compared to measuring where you are to where you've come from. So here's my trick. Oh, good. Like for my diet, yes. trying to lose weight. Yes. And I say, how can, how the heck can I lose 30 pounds? That's so much. And, you know, you go one day off the rails, like you yeah. were talking before. You know, how do you get back on them? It's very challenging. So I look at it as ju- just for today. That's how I start the thought in my head is just for today, I'm going to be good and I'm going to eat a healthy meal. I don't think about tomorrow. I don't think about the next day. I think about just for today, right. that's the goal. Get through it and here I am. And that's what I would say to a lot of listeners. Just for today, I'm going to blah, blah, blah. Whatever that is on that line, fill it out. I like that. And that's what you're going to focus on. Just for today, just for this meal, just for this hour, that's it. I'm going to hold myself accountable. Yeah. And that's it. it. It comes down to commitment versus motivation. We know that that's a age old, right, comparison. Uh, if you really want change and if you really want to lead the life you intended for yourself, it's about being committed to it because it's not easy because life is about mountaintops and valleys, right? We're always either ascending or descending. Those mountaintop moments that we think last forever last about five minutes, but those valleys can go on forever. And the problem is, you know, for a lot of people, they all think, you know, it's going up the mountain that's going to kill them. It's really more people die coming down the Mount Mount Everest than going up Mount Everest. You know, that makes sense to me. Yes, because you've reached your goal, right? Wow. How many people I know that reach retirement and then the then the question becomes how do I make all this money last forever, you right. know, until I'm age 100. That's where they all make their mistakes or how many people get to the point of I've achieved a goal but now coming down the other end of it they're not prepared for it. They haven't planned for it. Right. And the importance of planning for the good, the bad, the ugly is more important than anything else. Having a backup plan you alluded to a long time ago yeah. uh, is so important to success. You have plan A, you have plan B. You know, uh, And you were the one, I think, who even said, you know, Mike Tyson, that quote. Yeah. You know, we all have a plan until you're punched in the face. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because things change. Right. Think, but you, you, if you look at it in that scenario. That context. About ascending or descending. We, yes. We all are. And you know what? Different floors different cases well i'm wondering if i've been on sort of the descending mode because i have been super grumpy lately you and, are and you really been tired really tired i'm not waking up feeling rejuvenated in the morning listeners this sound familiar are you waking up as tired as when you go to bed i am and most of us have absolutely 
no idea why we wake up more tired in the morning. And I finally found someone to help all of us. Dr. Michael Gelb and his team at the Gelb Center right here in New York will evaluate your sleeping issues and they'll put together a comprehensive plan that is totally personalized and will guide you to the best sleep and health that you've ever experienced. So here's what I'd like you to do. Listeners, email me at dk at gutwisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M.com. I have two gifts for you. The e-copy of Dr. Gelb's book, Gasp, which is a hidden path to wellness. And if you're one of the first five to email me, listeners, I will give you a gut wisdom consultation with Dr. Gelb at a discount for you, a family member, or even a friend. So if you're waking up tired or as tired as when you go to bed at night, please email me now at dk at gutwisdom.com. I can help you. And so can Dr. Gelb. Sorry, I had to put that in there. I have been it's exhausted, important. and I and I, it has been because I travel been, more than anybody I know, and yes. you're always exhausted. Yes, because you don't catch enough sleep. You wake up early, you go to sleep late. You're busy working, well, helping the world. Yeah, it's one of the floors in my house. As uh, Brian Moran was talking about, JJ. You yes, know? I understand. Yeah, well. Uh, I also want to say before we go back to Brian and his house, because we are almost out of time, if you missed the beginning of tonight's show, you can download Gut Wisdom and previously aired shows uh, by either going to our website, gutwisdom.com, or you'll find us on iTunes and play.it. Mm, special summer giveaway. Hurry up, JJ. What Hurry. do we got? We've got Mastering Leadership for Life. That's a Gut Wisdom book. You can email me to reserve a copy. And you can even come and join us at our next live event here at the WCBS Adorama Theater on Tuesday night, September 19th. We're giving away VIP tickets, only five of them, sorry, limited, space is limited, to you and a guest. So you can email me again for that. JG, want to say what do we want to say to Brian? Thank you again, Brian. For being we need here. more. This was we, <laughs> we, need more, we need more Brian time. <laughs> Brian is sitting here saying we need more than an hour. Our listeners yeah. need more Brian time. That's what we need. How do we find you, Brian? You know what? Find me on Twitter. If you're on Twitter, uh, at Brian Moran, B R I A N M O R A N, um, or email me at Brian B R I A N at smallbusinessedge.com. Great. We'll have all of the foundation and cornerstone and goal setting on the Gut Wisdom website. We want to thank everybody for listening tonight. Big thank you to our listeners and to our partners at WCBS and, of course, to Brian Moran and JG. And what else? What have you been listening to? WCBS News Radio 880. Gut Wisdom is radio that resonates. See you next week. You've been listening to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880, sponsored by the Gelb Center. Don't lose another night's sleep. Visit the sleep and wellness experts at gelbcenter.com. Gut Wisdom comes your way every Saturday night at 7 p.m. on WCBS 880 or anytime at gutwisdom.com. That's wisdom spelled with a Z. Gut Wisdom is sponsored by Pear Core Solutions.